Uh, hey everybody, uh, welcome to the return of the Revenge of Cinema Dare 2.0. Sorry, it's a re return of Cinema Dare 1.0, but now in 2.0 form. Cinema Dare 2.0, the resurgence. I am joined by Julian Dominguez. Hey guys. There he is. Mm. And Jan van den Himmel. Hey guys. Most famous um, Yeti hunter around. That will be Barty Anderson. Yeah. I feel like maybe you, you uh, set set me up a little bit with this movie uh, this week, which we're, we're to 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 uh, to bring in the the audience into the loop. We're watching um, to catch a Yeti. Mm -hmm. The uh, nineteen ninety five TV movie. I think it was a TV movie. The premiere documentary in in catching Yeti around the world. Right, starring Meatloaf and some other people, <laughs> and, and everyone else, and the rest. <laughs> um, but I I don't know if you know this. Also, have made famous. Um, Yeti catching movies in the form of um, something called Barty Anderson. Mm -hmm. So my suspicion What's here is more, more famous than this movie. Probably. Yeah, probably. But mm -hmm. I, I did it. There are there there do seem to be some um, some other. This actually was a riff tracks episode. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, it was. That. Mm. It was a riff tracks episode. There there appear to be multiple um, sort of like worst movie ever reviews of To Catch Yeti on YouTube. So we're just gonna we're gonna join the uh, the din and the chorus. Our, ours will be free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and better. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so a uh, little bit of business up front again because I, I believe the last episode I said was gonna be the last Cinema Dare, but this is a um, sort of a retooled version where basically we just uh instead of uh doing the uh the, the live commentary and then talking about it after the fact we're just going to do the discussions and um also we've just thrown out all the rules and and point systems and so anybody i mean we can dare anything we want with the one so it's like it's like the wild west of movies now yeah there's one little little catches that you know Thematically, we're gonna try to tie the the next dare to the previous. So, if, if this week my let's say this week that we were watching, um, oh, I don't know, um, Arachnophobia, starring um, what's his name, you know, from uh, Roseanne. That that man. Yeah. John Goodman. John Goodman. Wait, Miss, Mr. Uh, uh, now I can't remember her name. Right. Roseanne Barr. So let's say we watched Arachnophobia this week. Next week, maybe whoever was doing the next dare would be like, oh, well, I'm going to dare another Spider movie. So let's watch, um, what was that Spider movie? Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> or... So it, it, could, it could be whatever tying you want. Yeah. You just have to make a case for it. Yeah, or if you wanted to watch another John Goodman movie, King Ralph. Why not? Mm -hmm. That's a good oh, one. I would love to. Yeah, but in this case, um, so I think it's my turn to dare after this. So I have one. I have a, one in mind that's okay. connected to this one, but I'll, I'll save it to the end. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. So uh, this was uh, so Yeti to catch a Yeti was um, Jan. Jan's dare. So Jan, would mm -hmm. you like to give us a little bit of a a um, 
a quick summary of what this movie is all about and what it kind of means to you? It's a TV movie about Meatloaf who wants to catch a Yeti and uh, he catches the Yeti, I think, after one minute or so. It's very easy. You just go to uh, Nepal mm-hmm. and just walk around for a couple of minutes and yeah. there's a Yeti, Yeti standing there. Yeah. And you can just take him home. Yeah. And, now, uh, was, it, was it easy or is he just really the best there is? And he made it look easy. He he goes around saying that he's the best, but it seems really easy. I mean, you just need to pick it up. Right. It can barely walk. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very good with skateboards, but not with walking or anything else. Yeah. And it's basically just a doll with some... I don't, I don't even want to call it expressions. It can open and close its eyes. And, and it can moving. smile. Yeah. It can only smile. It's, it's very happy. Uh, and make yeah, cute cooing noises. And the... It actually reminded me a little bit of the puppets from uh, Critters. You know that series? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes. They also have a very big uh, mouse. It kind of looks similar, but uh, those were those were better, but yeah. animatronics. Yeah, in the same vein, but um, yeah, this they, they clearly we're operating on a, a little bit of a constrained budget with this one. I mean, it, if if, if it doesn't have to move, guy, it looks uh, right. it looks pretty yeah. good. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, repeat what you're saying. I was just saying if it, I mean, like it look, it almost looks like a real movie special effect if. It doesn't have to move <laughs> at all. Yes. But um, what I was saying is that uh, the strange thing is that this was uh, directed by a guy who's actually a fairly good uh, effects artist right. from the UK. And he worked on Star Wars, Alien, The Dark Crystal, and so really? on, Highlander, and uh, a lot of Clive Barker movies like Nightbreed and the Hellraiser series. Right. And uh, those are all known for being pretty good in the special effects department, I would say. So he was able to maybe do a lot more than... But he didn't do anything on this movie oh, in terms he of effects. <laughs> he just didn't directed. even help a little bit with the effect. You don't think he could have maybe just stepped in and just done a little bit of uh, effects stuff too on the on the side? Apparently not. No. Huh. Just like after day one, shove over the guy he did hire and said, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this from now on. I was watching the scene you shared with us um a scene that he did the effects for from Hellraiser. Hellraiser. And it's uh it's 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 very it's very good, it's very grisly. Um so may, maybe maybe he's he only works with like if there was a scene where the Yeti had to sort of reconstitute itself from melted <laughs> flesh. Escape uh, from hell and... yeah. <laughs> then you would have been fine with that. Um mm-hmm. so um so this movie was uh, was uh, was made in uh, 1993, but w- was not actually released until 1995. Um, any theories as to why it, it sat on, on the shelf for so long, guys? I mean, it was clearly very good. It, it I, I'm I'm kind of thinking Big Oil had something to do with it, trying to really not expose it to the populace and yeah, um, start the revolution okay. that the Cacciatti was going to start. Big big oil and big tobacco, yeah, uh, and joined up. And I think there's some cards. there is some controversial stuff in it. Like, uh, I I mean, for the children's market, there are scenes of kids running around with giant shotguns, not <laughs> toy shotguns, but real shotguns. Yeah, and meatloaf <laughs> home invasions. I think that's probably something people would have an issue with. Like I know in Terminator 2, for example, there's never a scene where John Connor is 
is holding a gun other than for reloading it or something. Yeah. They are very conscious about that. Yeah. Really? That's the thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. They talk about that on the audio commentary of Terminator 2 that they were very conscious about not ever having John Connor shoot a gun because he's a kid. Right. And so in this movie, oh yeah, he also doesn't shoot a gun, but he's, he's running around with a giant shotgun. Right. And he also shoots, and, shoots uh, a... Uh... Meatloaf is just... Meatloaf is just throwing kids around the room and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, just overt <laughs> child abuse. So, yeah. um, so the the story of this movie is that um, Meatloaf is uh, dispatched to the Himalayas to to capture a Yeti for a uh, spoiled um, little rich boy. Um, Wesley. Named Wesley. Uh, who's kind of similar, I think, to um, what was the guy's name? Francis from the Pee- Pee-wee's Big, yeah, Pee-wee's Big Adventure Pee-wee. movie, which I think uh, you have still haven't seen, um, Jan. But no, no, still not yet. A classic, but he, you know, need, he's, need, you need to see it on your own. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but really, just the quintessential um, rich, rich brat. Um, and they hire the uh, would you say the world's greatest uh, hunter? Sure. <laughs> Apparently, uh, one of yeah, uh, Meatloaf. That's his name. They they call him that in the movie too, right? Mister Mister Meatloaf Grizzly. Jake Grizzly. Jake Grizzly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Drake. Jake. Uh, quotation marks. Meatloaf. Grizzly. Right, and he has a sidekick named Blubber, <laughs> who's a um, I guess uh, uh, an L an LP um, dwarf. So it's, it's, I don't, I'm not actually sure if that's What's politically he? correct. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, he's. I he's thought a, he was short. But... He's on the spectrum. Let's put it that way. I don't know. <laughs> on the spectrum. Is that is that a spectrum? The LP is that sure. an LP? I'm trying know. to be politically correct here, and it's completely no, completely you're, off you're the rails. You're attempting, and I think I think your attempt should be validated and and yeah. applauded. But uh, I'm going to leave your attempts at your attempts. Yeah, and apparently he's a this blubber character. He was in a. A very popular Canadian TV show, which I whose name I forget, <laughs> but uh, he was in like seventy Just episodes of some show. Um, dro- dropping all this great knowledge. It's in- called Lost Girl. Lost Girl, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, um, so, <laughs> so, uh, um, Grizzly Man, uh, Grizzly Meatloaf is dispatched. Uh, is he? He's he's uh, he's. What would you say? Deployed. Uh, to the Alps. He was. He, he was. He was sent. <laughs> Sorry, not the Alps. The uh, the Himalayas um, to capture a yeti. So Wesley wants a yeti on on the assumption that yetis are big and and terrifying and um, murderous. Yeah. So, but then when it turns out that yetis are actually small and sort of gremlin gremlin sized, right. which everybody knew. Come on. I didn't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's canon, to be honest with you. Like reality like canon. We may just have to find our own yeti then, huh? Yeah. Get, um, do you know anyone? Maybe we should hire a certain uh, yeti finder. Uh, you mean a, like a like a wilderness expert? <laughs> yeah. Internally, somebody internally. who knows the value of pine yeah. cones. <laughs> I um, I I think I recall. Did the yeti eat a pine cone? In, yes, and no. he, he gave one to the to that guy at the end. I forgot his name. There he looks plan. like uh, Seinfeld. 
He looks Cheap like he's Seinfeld. on uh, Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got great, great, like, long, flowing hair. Well, got a beautiful what haircut. It, what was it they were playing? Like, Monopoly with pine cones or something? <laughs> oh, that's one of those uh, licensed Opoly games. So it was Pine Conopoly. Yeah. Pineopoly? Pineapple. Conopoly. Pineapple Conopoly? No, that's, that's not it, it at all. That's another one. That, you blew it. Well, then, um, can I return it, please? Because yeah. I paid all this money. And if you're going to... Yeah, those those Opoly games, are, they're pricey. Yeah, and you know what we're talking about, right? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so um, Mr. Grizzly is sent to the wilderness, and it turns out that, yeah, the, the Yetis do eat pine cones, just like Barty Anderson um, mm-hmm. probably would have made up about them. Um, which I don't know. Like, I, I guess there's probably going to be a point during this uh, podcast where I'm going to have to do a Barty thing, right? In- internally, you're dreading it. You know? <laughs> well, I'm just trying to like it, it has to happen like naturally, right? I mean, I can't just say, okay, it's, now it's time to it's do. It's literally the... the only reason I. It's <laughs> the only reason this I, podcast is happening. I and suspected we're past the point of it being organic. I suspected as much. <laughs> Okay, let's. I mean, I'll I'll do it, but I, there's a few things I want to get to. Okay, there's a few. There's a, I have a few problems with this movie that I want to I want to air my grievances before I do the party. I already okay. disagree with you. So first of all, okay, Wesley asked his parents for a yeti, so they hire a famous hunter to capture a yeti for him for was it four and a half million dollars or something? It sounded pretty steep. Like Good payday for um, yeah. for meatloaf yeah. there, but then it turns out that the yeti um, is small, uh, and and Wesley's very disappointed in it. But he, then he still wants it. Is that yeah. does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, he wants to torture it because yeah. he's a sociopath. Yeah, he shoots makes it with sense. like and, a. But but him being disappointed by what the ac- yeti actually was isn't the problem. Um, are you asking like, me? I think he's he's disappointed because he wants to have a monster that he can use to uh, scare people. But then he gets a new uh, uh, idea, which is just to torture this cute little. Uh... <laughs> so, so this is this is this is a story about Wesley making lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This this is, this is a a cautionary tale about uh, people who don't make the best of life, and Wesley is actually the hero. Yeah. He's good. He's a good kid, you know. I mean, he can't help. <laughs> His parents are probably not the best, so like that we can blame them for his, his, any bad behavior. Um, oh, perfectly exemplified at the end when he disappeared, and they're like, "Oh, what what happened to Wesley? <laughs> oh well, let's keep drinking." <laughs> <laughs> That's very strange. Um, did, so, are we to assume that Wesley died? No, no, no. The they lab. show him still being stuck in the snow after several days. But yeah. I mean, we, I think we can infer that he would go on probably to to die from like well, from the, that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to picture like how long I would survive. Um, he was nude by this point, right? Trapped in the snow. Uh, okay, let's say he had clothes on, but he was still in okay, the snow. Okay, good. So. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so my so my issue my okay that was one issue the other issue is that uh for being a great hunter um and Jan you said that he found the yeti after mm-hmm. a minute which is correct but then he loses it immediately 
and it just happens to end up jumping in um, some other guy's backpacks. Would would that just maybe have happened anyway? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, he, he could have. He immediately somehow he somehow senses that the Yeti is in an airplane, which to me, I would have just I would have seen that airplane, and I would have been like, huh. Yeah, it's an airplane, but it's completely unrelated to my search for the Yeti. Yeah, I wasn't it, sure about that He just somehow either. knows that the Yeti is on there, so that must be his great hunting instinct, right? Yeah. It's like he's great at he can just smell part it. of what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, like it, it's kind of like being great at driving, but you're you're only great at accelerating. You're horrible at, at hitting the brakes. Yeah, or turning, or honking. Or turning. Yeah. Back or it's hunter. like it's so it's too easy for him, so he just lets the yeti go again, so so he can hunt it some more because <laughs> he's in it for the hunt. You know, it's yeah. like how how people will set some some animals free and then hunt for them and yeah. as a sport. It's oh, kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. What a what a what a jerk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess uh, so the the yeti ends up in the 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 man's backpack. I forget. I forget the the family's name. I think uh, the the daughter's name was Amy. I don't remember. Uh, I just I, don't... Oh. I, I just call him Canadian Seinfeld. Canadian Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, do we know that the whole uh, stat like the, the whole cast was Canadian? Uh... I'm just I'm just assuming it because it was shot in Canada. And I, I all of the other actors are not famous. So I couldn't get uh, come to grips with the the sort of the the accent of the the mother. It seemed to be it ch- change a lot fake, over the course of the movie. British. It seemed like it was a fake, br- either real British, pretending to be no. non-British or fake British, or but it 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 changed a lot through the course of the movie. And at one point, she sounded a little bit like Eastern European or something too. That might have been just been my imagination. <laughs> Which I like I'm not I can't really criticize because I'm really not good with accents either. Um like it usually sort of devolves into some kind of Scottish, Australian, German <laughs> kind of thing. Um the, yeah, the the accents where it's the wildest inflections. Yeah. But I mean then again, I also wasn't in the movie, so you know. I mean, you could have been. I didn't. <laughs> I don't you, think you I could really... have been. I don't think I could have been. I was, uh, I think, uh, how old was I in 1993 when they were filming this? Probably 92, more like. Which, um, by, by the way, I'm going on a total tangent here, but the, but the guy who played Blubber yeah? is mm-hmm. in a movie called Midget vs. Mascots. Was, wow. he, was he a midget or a mascot? Now, you see, that that is a question... I won't be able to answer. Because I, I, first of all, I don't, I don't. I, he could I, be a mascot. I don't think so. But I, I do find the name, yeah. the title of that, that film to be offensive to me, uh, personally. Um, I, I believe was, that he was probably on the, um, the LP side of that. Uh, it, it, his that name battle. was Big Red Rush, Big Red Bush. Hmm. Bush. You Big sure? Red Bush. You read that? Maybe just read that again. Just make sure. <laughs> Big Red Bush from the, the from the 2009 film Midget vs. Mascots. So that could be the next air if I wanted it to be right because it it's got 5.4 out of 10. Connects to this movie very very neatly. Very Midget directly. Vers- I don't think it's gonna be because I just don't I don't want to repeat the the M word you know so publicly. Well, 
any more than I, will, I, I already will have. Cross my fingers. Well, we 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 can source IMDb. Yeah. But does it have like a working title or like a? What do you mean? No, it's like a subtitle. Oh, uh, like you know, a, sometimes movies have like different titles in different regions and things. It it it, it does. Let's no. Let's just slow. Let's stop the whole show here for a few minutes. We'll... <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 pause and and get a handle on our lives again. So, what would have been the move for Wesley once he discovers that the Yeti? is a disappointing little creature and not a large monster that he can um, train to kill his enemies. I think he can just hire Meatloaf and train Meatloaf to kill his enemies, right? And just dress up like a Yeti. Yeah. He's halfway there, right? That's a good idea. So he's Meatloaf. He just needs a mask, and, uh, and the rest of him already looks apart. So it's sort of like one of those things where the twist ends up being that <laughs> man is the most dangerous monster of all. Yeah. And yes. specifically meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I I I kind of feel like uh, him discovering the Yeti wasn't the big monster he wanted it to be. Could have been the the catalyst for for Wesley to turn his life around and see the error of his ways and mm. you know really grow as a person and try to do better by by his fellow man. You know, do some charity work. Instead. Well, that's that's fine, but I was thinking. <laughs> What if he hired another expert wilderness person to find a different legendary monster? Yeah, but by do you guys see where I, do you guys see where, where, I, where I'm going with this? Who who would be better than me? Hi, like, you know, everybody! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> ha ha! Okay, oh, oh. I didn't know we were going to have such a famous guest. <laughs> that's that's great. Okay. I, so, oh, I'm kind of happy, hey, Barty. My understanding, ah, uh, hey, uh, hey. <laughs> so my understanding, the present circumstance is that you want uh-huh. a legendary creature, uh-huh. uh huh, to uh, uh, deploy uh-huh. against your uh-huh. greatest greatest foes. Yes, yes, um, and the uh, Yeti. Uh, was not sufficient to those ends. No, no. But that's yep. just how Yetis are, right, Barty? Barty, do you think you can find the, the European Yeti? He lives in the Alps. Now, let me, tell, let me tell you something. That ain't a Yeti. A Yeti is Asian. <laughs> and that's uh-huh. cultural um, a misappropriation. Oh. Oh, really? that's, so the, the movie got it wrong then. Well, you see, the movie didn't get it wrong. Uh, I think you're confused because the, they went to the the uh, the Himalayas in the movie, if you recall, uh, which is uh, which is in Asia. If if you look at a map, uh-huh. you might find that's the continent it's it's on. Yeah, but, but then why does the Yeti have such a big round eyes in this movie? I think that's incorrect. Though. Now that is is very racist. That's very racist. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I retract on, my John. question. Okay, that that was. Now what was, what, was, it, what it sounds to me like is he's looking for an, an alternative to the Yeti. Uh huh. If if there is one, yeah, yeah. There is. Oh, it's oh, called. Can you, tell, can you tell us about it? Uh, uh, let me just uh, 
check out uh Google. Uh huh. Wait, would you, would you remind me? How are you on the Skype call with us? Are you? What? Ah, uh, the, they got Wi-Fi now. These uh these porta potties. <laughs> Legendary monsters. Uh huh. Local. <laughs> One moment, fellas. I'm just I'm doing scared. a little ad hoc research here. You can't, you can't, you can't rush greatness. Now, apparently, there's something called the Lugaroo. <laughs> the what? It's called the Lugaroo. Uh, uh -huh. There are demons that haunt the West Indies, particularly Haiti, Grenada, and the Dominican Republic. The name is a corruption of Lugaroo. The French werewolf. Uh -huh. So, that's one option. You need to go after a Lugaroo. Okay. Another option. So, the skunk ape. You get him a skunk ape. Oh, the skunk ape. The skunk ape. Uh, that, that would be pretty cool. The skunk ape appears now and again throughout the American Deep Sail. From Oklahoma uh -huh. to North Carolina. and But most uh -huh. sightings have been reported in Florida. So... Julian, that's that's right in your your neck of woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never seen a skunk ape though. You're gonna have to go get that they skunk must, ape. Get it. Get that skunk them. ape. Get it. <laughs> get it. <laughs> what, what, do I, what, what do I need? What? Okay. Would, uh, okay. Now you come to the right guy. <laughs> okay. What do, what do I do? Get some peanut butter. <laughs> How much? You get a whole a whole crate. A whole crate. Uh, a whole crate of peanut butter. Okay. A whole crate. Uh -huh. You're going to go to Costco, you can get a real sweet deal. A whole crate of peanut butter. <laughs> you put that okay. out in the, in the woods. Uh-huh. And you gotta got to get some, some baby oil. Oh, baby pour oil. That, okay. Pour that all over your, your body. And hide the bushes. <laughs> oh. See, this is going to make you invisible. This is very involved. Get the peanut butter. Rub a little of that on your on your, on your palms. And hide behind a bush. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's that? <laughs> what? It's the IRS. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> oh, the, oh, the party's, oh, the party's getting uh, dragged away. Oh, my we, God. We lost him. We lost they him. him pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, he's, oh, my God, the IRS. They're just they're throwing amazing. him in the, in the paddy yeah, wagon. That was, that was gracious of you to let him take the floor like that a little bit while you stepped aside. Yeah, I was. I uh, I actually had to go to the bathroom. I was in. Oh. The... Did you listen to any of that, Byron? No, I was in the bathroom the whole time. Actually, uh, you uh, he's 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 a really smart guy. I learned a lot about animals. It's right like now. A, I guess I just have been having some like digestive issues lately. Oh yeah. You know? Just like, should we talk about this for a while too? Um. So like, I vote yes. You know, it's just like weird digestive problems. Anyway, that's why I was I was gone for so long. Okay. Did you know that rubbing yourself with what was it? Baby oil makes you invisible. Baby oil. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't. Mean, that sounds to... like that sounds like bullshit. The guy knows knows a lot. <laughs> my my, my uh, girl. You weren't listening tomorrow, so I'm gonna try it out today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Walking what? down the street naked, covered in baby Just oil. Do it. Do it. Got it. Got it. There seems uh, there seems to be a browser still open to some cryptozoological phenomena. It's a jackalope, it, the Loveland frog. 
you may you may you may want to watch out what you read. That's kind of over our head stuff. Yeah. And interpreted wrong, we might do ourselves some harm. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good. That was probably I don't know what happened, but it was probably a really good appearance from a very yeah. famous celebrity. I, I yeah, it's the first time we've had such a famous uh, famous guy. On yeah, this, I know it's uh, been show. really hard getting getting the big guests, but I finally yeah. was able to pull a few strings. Well, uh, this impromptu one will probably uh, shoot spike our uh, our listener base. I mean, one can that's, a hope. Huge, that's a huge pull. There's also a risk that the the the, the volume of of his voice um, might ha- have sort of ruined the recording just from being. Like, <laughs> it might have caused some like clipping at the high end, you know what I mean? So I, I might have yeah. to do some audio uh, manipulation. Because we didn't really have, like, a sound check with, like, full-on Barty shrieking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, think, uh, I think the port- porta potty might have muffled it a little <laughs> bit, but you should be fine. Yeah, I don't know. what I don't understand that, that reference, but I, I guess <laughs> I will when I listen, <laughs> listen back to the tape. You should. Um, and I do tape it was, these. It was a really funny reference. Yeah, these, this is on, I'm taping this on a reel-to-reel, so we'll we'll get to the bottom of that later. Um, so, guys, uh, any more thoughts on To Catch a Yeti? Um, I guess we really haven't even scratched the surface. Um, yes, well, we haven't even gotten started yet. Yeah, I think I think I think it's it's a good prequel, uh, and. It, it, it's a good cool. base for the, the Revenant. Oh, right. Leonardo DiCaprio's The Revenant. I think that's what it's called, right? Yes, yes. Leonardo DiCaprio reprises <laughs> Meatloaf's role in The Revenant. Mm-hmm. And um, it, the, both, both the movies have to be seen in context to understand mm-hmm. what they were trying so to do. So this takes place again. after The Revenant's race? Uh it would and have to, because well, the Revenant is set like a hundred years ago. So, I mean, I don't yeah, want to be yeah. like a, a pedant here, but like obviously, yeah, but... this was shot. This was set in the early '90s, and the Revenant was set in like the late 1800s. So, I mean, you guys just need to understand movie magic and context, and yeah. then, and then it'll, it'll come to you. So there was actually some pretty good uh, music in this. Um, in this there movie. actually was. Surprising! It must have been expensive to get these famous songs. There was like, what was that one? It was like, "Catch Me If You Can." Da, 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 da. Yeah, and there was the one on top of All God's Creation or whatever that song. Yeah, it was like a was it like a Leonard Skinner song or something? Well, Meatloaf's got some serious pull in the music. You'd think they could have gotten some like free Meatloaf songs to play just along with whatever contract he signed. I just put it in the fine print. We can use your entire music catalog <laughs> in the movie. A complete Meatloaf soundtrack would have been fantastic. Meatloaf never reads his contracts. No. He doesn't look like the kind of guy who would read his contracts. M- Meatloaf um, changed his name from Marvin what? to Michael in 2001. Do you guys think that was sort of unnecessary since he already had another fake name to go by? <laughs> Isn't his name A Day or something? Or yeah, it's A-Day. it's um Marvin M- Lee A Day. Marvin it's Lee A Day, Marvin yeah. Just... But now it's oh. Michael Lee A Day. Mm, yeah, but he's just Meatloaf, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's like his. Uh, I guess that's his like stage name. 
Um, so and actor name as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, actors go on stage too. You know, I don't want to be a, again. I don't want to be a pedant here, but. <laughs> um, Meatloaf. Actually, I learned this from the um, hit um, singing competition show American Idol. Uh, what? On an episode that Meatloaf uh, guest starred in, um, but he has terrible stage fright. Yeah. What? Really? And social uh, phobia as well. Yeah. He's he's kind of a, a mess. Those are the kind of things you hear about people, and you don't you don't see it like, like Wayne Brady suffers from clinical depression. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that too. Yeah. You don't see that in I his, don't know uh, who that is. his. He's an improvisational comedian who um, had a, a, a chair on the um, the American anyway. the American version of of whose whose line is it anyway? Starring Drew Carey. Uh, um, there is also a British version of that show, Julian. Did you know that? Which which is better, I think, than the English. I mean, the American one. Yeah, but it uh, it, uh, it also it still had um, Colin. Uh, it's Colin something. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Not Colin Farrell, but the other Colin, and yeah, and the other one from. Uh, Basically, it had half the cast of the Drew Carey show. Yeah, and Jeff Jeff Proops. Not the host of Survivor, Jeff Jeff Probst, but Jeff. Thank Proops. you for that distinction, Jeff Proops. Yeah. I think um, Stephen Colbert was on it once too. Oh, the, yeah. no, that was the American one though. Oh no. So anyway, to catch a yeti. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't really talk about it yet. Oh no, we've we've been talking about it the whole time. I uh, I would argue. What did you guys think about the movie? I I personally I I had a hard time um getting through it. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Um just I I I didn't I didn't like it. And I have <laughs> a very short attention span. So um I tried to find ways to multitask and still yeah. watch it, but then um I wasn't able I did, wasn't re really retaining any of what was happening while I was doing anything else. So um, I kind of blew it, and I'm sorry. Um, Can't believe you. But I did, I mean, I did pull that Barty thing out. I mean, I yeah. hired him or whatever I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was about so, to say, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I kind of make it made up for whatever. Plus, yeah. I mean, if you'll recall, Jan, I, 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 I seem to th recall that you, you didn't watch Ninety percent of the other ones. So, yeah. I, I finally, uh, I finally uh, watched the movie. I found some uh, very uh, interesting trivia, by the way, about this movie. Go on. It's about the written by. Um, yes, it's written by one of the writers of Allo Allo. Oh really? That's the. Um, yes. It's like a. Uh, you know, uh, you know Allo Allo. French. Uh, no, mm. it's a British. It's a British. Um, Studio uh, comedy from uh, the 90s, yeah, early 90s, about uh, a Belgian cafe where during the World War Two. That's right. I've and never seen it. It's pretty funny. It's great actually. And uh, he wrote 24 episodes. This guy, Paul Adam. Wow. It's pretty crazy. That's quite a connection. <laughs> 
Let's see if I can dig up any it's trivia. Hard, hard to believe. This better be some good trivia you're coming it's, up with. Uh, the other writer is also uh, from Scotland. So it's really an international um, production. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, actually, you know what? I do have something to talk about from. <laughs> I'm reminded of a scene that I actually took. I, I, I ripped some, some audio from it, although I guess now, I, now I'm realizing you guys can't hear my, uh, my audio, so I'll have to... Um, I'll have to do something. Maybe I'll have to unplug my headphones for a second. Just yeah. just put it on afterwards. Yeah. Otherwise, maybe your face will get bad. Yeah. So um, here here's here's so there's a so the way the Yeti gets his name is mm -hmm. this long scene between him and the um, the the girl mm -hmm. um, Amy. Played by Amy Chantalise Kent, which is a pretty name. Um, she gets uh, actually second billing, right under Meatloaf. No. Even though I don't think she appeared until uh, probably she was like the fourth or fifth. But anyway, so. Yeah, but but none of these people are real actors, from what I can tell. I mean, well, <laughs> a bit cruel to say that. Other than the Blubber guy. Yeah, Blubber and Meatloaf. And Meatloaf. But all of if you click on all, any of these other names, they have like one credit in this, this movie. Well, Jim yeah. Gordon, even I the, mean, he's big even in Gotham. Jim Gordon, yeah. yeah, he's, I think he's the, uh, what, the um, Prime Minister of Gotham City in Batman? Sorry, I mean the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, I forgot about that. Um, so anyway, this so the scene I'm, I'm taking issues with is, is with uh, when Amy is introducing all of her stuffed animals to the Yeti. And this is where she ends up naming him. Uh -huh. But I could not figure out, um, for the life of me, what one mm -hmm. of the what 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 she was saying for one of the toys. Um, and I'm going to play the the audio now, which you guys mm -hmm. aren't going to mm -hmm. be able to hear. But then we I'll 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 right. figure something out. Okay. 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 Let me show you my toy. This is Noel the Troll. Noel the Troll. Dave the Dog. Dave the Dog. Jereen. Jereen. Danielle. Danielle. Bobo the Bear. Bobo the Bear. Greener the Gorilla. Greener the Gorilla. Lionel the Rat. And Lionel the Rat. And Muck the Mud Monster. And Muck the Mud Monster. You okay? You're not hurt, are you? And then um, the Yeti falls and he's scared of Muck the Mud Monster. But the... the the, my confusion was I wasn't sure which that third name was. She was like, "This is Dreen." Like, did you guys hear that? Did you guys figure out what that what that creature was named? Uh, no, I didn't no. put I didn't put energy into it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. I just wish there was some way I could play it for you guys. I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and kill it for you right there. Okay. But I'm I'm playing it on my end. I'm yeah. Like, Dave the dog. Thanks, I heard it the first time. That's really weird. Because uh, this time I, know, I actually... Dream? dream? Jer no, like Jereen. Jereen. That's not a name, though, is it? Maybe it's a Canadian name. That well, I it's just... also a name for a plush doll, Byron. It's like... Jereen. You don't... You're not... She doesn't have to fill out a birth certificate for this. Well, why would you put <laughs> it... Why, why would you put it in a movie? Um, 
Maybe they were maybe they're trying to do some product placement and they're making toys for it. Is it a beanie baby? Is it like a because of their uh, meatloaf backing? Is it is it like one of the more valuable beanie babies? Is that it? I think it is because I'm not really up on. I mean, most of those are probably worth in the in the tens of thousands of dollars now because they were so valuable in the nineties. But I don't know which one Jereen was. Jereen. I think it's Jereen. I think actually, you know what? I think it was like an orange. Maybe it was like tangerine, but just without the tan, like apostrophe Jereen. You know what I mean? Like just a shortened. What, um, Julian? From eight, how, 1880 to 2014, the Social Security Administration has recorded almost 5,000 babies born with the name Jereen. Yeah, but how do you even spell it? And how can you be I, sure I just, that's I, how I, that's the name they're talking about there? I I just I just spelled it, and and that's it. Julian, can you uh, can you let us know you because you found it in the movie? Uh-huh. Can you get, let us know the timestamp of when that starts? Uh, that that, on that the important link, scene on the link that uh, we were given. That was at the twenty minute mark, I think. Okay, so exactly twenty 19, minutes. Nineteen minutes and fifty five seconds. Nineteen fifty five. Okay, so. Oh, you if you start listening at 1955, and and also by the way, the the listeners could could hear the the audio clip that I played. So, but if you want to really do a deep dive, 1955. Sure. That's 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 when the listeners feel more important than than we do. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's justly done. So yeah, so Jan, I'll, so go ahead. I'll Sorry. listen to it. One, one okay, good. I'll listen to it. Okay, this is good. So I think this is we're really getting to the bottom of this. We're really this, <laughs> this is, is the real most important. Woodward and I'm listening stuff. to it now. Yeah. Okay. okay. Noel the troll. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dave the dog. Jareen. <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> so it's Jareen. So I think that is that a confirmation that it's Jareen. It's Jareen. Yeah, for it sure. Like Jareen. But, okay, well, so why didn't why isn't Jereen a the something? Why did she stop like, there? Just a pig. Jereen. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so maybe it's <laughs> I, I, less weird than me talking about it so emphatically twenty years later, but it's still weird. Yeah, and this this is the one point of the movie that you take exception with on its weirdness. The of 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 what I watched. <laughs> No, I mean, I there's only that. there's only one part of this movie that I really have an issue with. It's that um, they're sitting in their house with a police guy friend of theirs. Yeah. And that girl announces that she's going to run away. Hmm. And they're all like, "Huh, all right." And then the next scene, she's getting on a bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're getting a phone call. They're still in the same scene in the same room. <laughs> Like, yes, she ran away. I got a phone. <laughs> I saw her leave, right? I mean, is it um, is it possible that they sense. were on drugs? They were like, probably drinking a lot of red wine or something. Yeah, or maybe they were just like smoking some some doobies, which I think some doobarinos makes time slow down. So they were just like in these like weed comas, drinking mm-hmm. red wine and smoking doob doobs. Weed and wine coma, <laughs> like. Like at some Their point, cop friend seems to be uh, considering that... himself kind of above the law. A lot yeah. Of the times. Well, that's where they get it. He gets it right out of the evidence locker. Yeah. He seems... brings it over to his his buddy who runs the camping goods store. Mm-hmm. Um, which we we know. Well, luckily, is... 
They look a little bit like those two guys from The Simpsons. Uh, what are they? Lenny and Carl. Larry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Killer reference. It's, it's Lenny and Carl the movie. Yeah. High five. Mm-hmm. You know what else is weird? I find there's a movie title that hasn't been claimed yet, and it's uh, Return of the Yeti. Whoa. That's pretty. All right. So should we maybe do a Kickstarter to maybe get that <laughs> movie funded and. Should, uh, the sequel of the Catch the Yeti. Sequel. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel of this movie, Return of the Yeti. Yeah. With with the main goal not funding the movie, but making it en- enough money to to bring back Meatloaf. Yeah. For the sequel. Yeah. Jan, can can you can you use your um your poll as a YouTube star to get funding, <laughs> like a do a GoFundMe or Kickstarter for a Return of the Yeti movie, and like we don't. I mean, I mean, I would say we. I mean, you don't have to actually do anything. Just, I mean, use the money from the Kickstarter to hire somebody to do everything else. Yeah. And then, but then, Sounds- like, make sure you write in a, a really juicy part for Barty Anderson. Barty. And that could yes. be, like, again, I'm not going to really get involved in the production except for to show up on the days, you know, like a real mm-hmm. actor and just, like, do what they tell yeah, me to yeah. do and then go home and get my, chi- mm-hmm. my, my just, big fat yeah. paychecks, you know? You're just going to stand on your mark and uh, yeah, read read the lines from somebody holding them up just out of frame. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anybody's going to be able to do justice. I mean, like, I, I this is would be me pretending to be the real person, Barty, but like we all know how squeamish he is about, um, you know, the limelight. So I could do yeah. well. And, it's it's kind of like Santa's, you know, if Santa doesn't show up at the mall, there are other people that you know have to help him out. Yeah. If if you couldn't play Barty, who who would you prefer played Barty? Ah, uh, geez, that's a good question. Um, like from from out of like. Uh, oh, I have an answer for you, but answers. I forget his name. I just have to Google him really really quick. Um, don't don't close Barty's. Dolph Lundgren. No 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 no. Bill um, uh, Collins. I'm almost there. Okay, leave Schreiber. Paul Giamatti. Leaf Schreiber. <laughs> that's, that's a good. Uh, He'd that's be good. good he's he's a or, good. Or you you Jackman. Maybe. Um no, it has to be Leaf. Leaf. Leaf Schreiber. Yeah. That that would that would be really good. That would be really good. That would be a good pull. Can we can we make this movie happen? Yeah. Have the movie start off where we brought in Meatloaf, but Barty. Murders I, him. I don't want to. I, I don't want to say accidentally. But he hunts he him. Accidentally murders Meatloaf. Well, one of the things that maybe that like he's, maybe they, uh, maybe he's like, um, you know, on a wilderness expedition and, uh-huh. um, you know, accidentally pushes Meatloaf off a cliff. Yeah, in in very Mr. Bean fashion. Right. Like, uh-huh. maybe they're hanging out together. And Meatloaf is standing on the edge of a cliff. Uh-huh. And Barty notices a particularly succulent pine cone <laughs> and sort of <laughs> bends over to pick it up and sort of butt bumps Meatloaf off he, the edge of the bo- cliff. He boops him to his death. <laughs> and it's like, you can add the sound effect too, like, boing. <laughs> yeah, like the coyote, yeah. uh, like the goofy falling scream. Yep. The yodeling scream. Well, that's, we yeah, can't yeah. start shooting until uh, 2018 because uh, Liev is shooting uh, My Little Pony the movie. Oh, uh, man. No. 2017. No. 
Is it a? Is he doing voice work or is it a live action? <laughs> no, no. This is. I, ho- I hope it's live action. That this is. This... <laughs> it's probably like one of those live action slash animated. Like the My Little Ponies Come to Life. Liev is probably playing a dad, like to like a. It really... just says voice. It doesn't say which. Oh, okay. So he's one of the ponies. This is... I guess. Let me. I'll do a little bit of uh, more. Yeah, it looks like they don't. They haven't cat. They haven't put them in real parts yet. Emily Blunt is in it too. Yeah, and I was about to say Emily Blunt is in it too. Yeah, Michael, Michael Pena. Pena, Christine Chenoweth. She's big, huge. Is she? No. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. I think she does like Broadway. <laughs> Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Wow, this nice. Good. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, about I'm gonna to... go. Yeah. Let's see this. I think it's time for us to become bronies. I'm not gonna go. No, I'm just, I'm just like I'm just into like movies I'm, with popular people in them. You know, like what, like what oh. I meant to say was it's time for you to become a brony. He or she is a big star. I better go see that movie. That's it looks looks like mm-hmm. Uzo Abuda Aduba. That's a good one. I'll go see that. That's how I operate. Got it. Okay. So Jan, you seem to earlier think that we were not sufficiently discussing the <laughs> the movie is there anything you'd like to um anything more you'd like to to bring out and unpack from the uh from the actual movie i was wondering about the shot where they uh, put the yeti in the fridge to make him um stay cool there uh, are a lot of pepsi cans did you notice that i did notice that you think there's, there's a row of perfectly placed pepsi cans yeah. so you can see the label of everyone I wonder if they got some money from them. I bet they did, because I'm, I'm. What I'm betting here is that like Pepsi didn't even know what the hell it was. They were just like, <laughs> they just have like a promotional budget. Just like the meatloaf. It, well, just for like a you know unnamed TV movie that will air at this time slot, and there will be Pepsi in it. Like you know what I mean? Like I doubt they were like, oh, this is gonna be huge. Let's put Pepsi in this. It was probably more like whatever. It's only one. One shot, or maybe, maybe another thing about that scene. Yes, I was just gonna say maybe they were hoping, like after the fact, that like they would put that in there and then they could ask Pepsi to pay them, and then like they of course didn't, but then it was just still <laughs> in the movie. But uh, uh, it's just like that scene where um, it reminded me of the audio commentary of Terminator Two, where they are talking about how you should never have kids handle guns. There was also the other commentary of uh, Back to the Future where they say um, originally their time machine was going to be like a refrigerator or something. Yes. And they decided against it because they were afraid kids were going to sit in refrigerators. And yeah. This movie just does everything all those other movies are afraid to do. Well, really... Yeah, and that was the whole thing like in the 80s, right? About like not getting into refrigerators. Yeah. Had, I, like I... a few episodes about stuff like that. Yeah, I think they must have been much harder to get out of in the 80s. Well, the older, because like in the 80s, old refrigerators would lock from the inside. Really? Yeah. Or it, it, And it's not that they would, I don't know if it was that they would lock or it was just like the suction just made it very difficult to get out. So you'd have like old refrigerators and like dumps and stuff. Yeah. And so there's like, there was like a, a more you know bit from G.I. Joe about yeah. refrigerators. It was like a Punky Brewster episode about getting stuck in an refrigerator yeah because this was at a time where children still had enough like freedom to be able to actually like wander into a dump to play like (laughs) there's there's nothing less imaginable in today's um 
today's day and age than children playing in a dump. Like, yeah. they wouldn't even be, like, within 10 miles of a dump. No. They wouldn't be allowed near a dump. And, like, what, what, like, if your child ended up being in a dump, you would never live it down. Oh, it's the, it's the dump kid. It would be on the news. It would be on the news <laughs> if they were ne- not just because they got trapped in a refrigerator and died, just that they were in the dump at all. To begin with. <laughs> There'd like, be an expose about how the hell did a kid how did this, get into yeah. a dump. Like, how did they get in there? There's, like, a giant yeah. fence. Yeah. I don't I don't so, know what it's like in Belgium, Jan, but you, you there ain't no kids in dumps in the US anymore. I'm sure there were <laughs> anymore. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm thinking back to like Stand by Me, remember they like mm-hmm. snuck through yeah. that junkyard. Yeah, there were those huge open or open air junkyards. Yeah. Like Bye. the theme song to Heath, to Heathcliff. Come on. Yeah. Um with the junkyard, the junkyard cats. Cat. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if there are any <laughs> children in that junkyard. So yeah, you're you're absolutely right. That scene of shoving the yeti in the fridge goes completely. It's just this this whole movie is just very edgy. And just to, <laughs> yeah, they just made a list of what's all the stuff that all those other guys are too scared to pull off in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just we, did them all. So yeah. We have home invasion. Um, we have kids Children running around with shotguns. Thrown. Sure. Monsters violence skateboarding down New York. Yeah, violence against kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and there was another. Um... I just want. There's another. There's another issue I have with that scene where the, where the yeti is skateboarding and he is not wearing sunglasses. I think that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's rewind the tape here. So this is during the big chase scene, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the yeti, the yeti somehow big, ends up. Big chase. I forget how he gets the skateboard, or maybe I didn't see I him I get the remember. skateboard. <laughs> I think it. I think, I think it was right after he ran into the guy practicing karate. All right. I think they should have had a funny scene where the Yeti tries a cigarette. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been or, another. Or, uh, yeah. or smokes smokes some weed with some guys in the streets. Yeah, yeah, that would I could picture Which that respect. that scene happening if this were like an R-rated creature feature mm-hmm. from the eighties, like the like the the like the yeti shows up and there's like a bunch of like punk kids smoking weed and, yeah. and like they pass him the bong and he like starts floating or something <laughs> and the next scene is like his eyes are bloodshot yeah like they just start playing like sitar music and yeah and it's like very zany he's just like like dizzy and then like i think he... the problem was that that the puppet couldn't do anything the the only way they could make it uh, move by itself was just putting it on a skateboard and pushing yeah. it. Yeah. Or people oh, just they kicked, had, they had people, the people just, scene. People just picked it up a lot and just moved it yeah, places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, like they, had, they had the bag. CGI on, on the bed jumping scene. Yeah, the bed jumping scene was, was good. That reminded me of some uh, some of the more creative um, ALF scenes um, yeah. where they try to get ALF. I, I actually was going to talk about how similar to Alf this this movie could have been. Um, yeah. I totally forgot about it, um, but just yeah, replace replace Alf with a, 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 a non-verbal yeti. <laughs> yeah. the The sequel can be they 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 learn how to talk and yeah. communicating and interacting with humans. They learn how to wave goodbye. Yeah. Why can't they learn how to talk? Yeah. That's a good. That's a good point, Julian. I'm. Um, I'm. Um, thank you. My <laughs> ego is boosted. My head inflated. All right. So. Um, Do you think George George Lucas likes yet- yetis? 
and that he based the Jedi on on that word. Oh, yet Jedi. Very Yet Return of very Yeti. good question. It just made me. It just looks so similar on, yeah. on paper. Yeah, because like if if we're in Spanish, then the J would be a Y sound. Yeah. Too. Return right? of the Jedi. Yeah. It sounds like a little bit maybe Hebrew or something too when you say it like that. The Jedi. I don't know. Jedi. Uh, I think George Lucas is somebody who just the first idea that pops up in his mind is like, oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And he just writes it down. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah, how that's, uh, so that's how Howard the Duck got made. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> a pretty good idea. I'm gonna pr- devote a hundred million dollars to this in, in the next <laughs> three years. You get you have movie exec. Like let's let's try to get down. the uh, the uh, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We'll give him a giant <laughs> disgusting tongue. It'll be it'll be a classic <laughs> classic scene. Totally totally wait, worth. Wait, wait, George Lucas didn't come up with. Uh, Howard the Duck, though, right? Oh uh, no, he, but the Marvel character. Yeah, it was a it was a pre-existing property, but Marvel, I mean, like a, comic, I, yeah. I, I think he had to do a lot of adapting to make it actually yeah. into a movie. Uh, okay. like a pretty thin subject matter. Where where a duck has sex with a human? Yeah, I would actually like to see another Howard the Duck. Yeah, like if, if J.J. Abrams, J.J. Abrams should be making a well, Howard the Duck. He did make oh, an appearance at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he did. I recall. So he could probably... I, I think he's back. In the Avengers. I'll bet he'll make another appearance in the next one. Maybe as a full cast member. Sure. I don't know. That would be pretty good. I'm holding, I'm holding out hope. I'm, I'm, I think somebody actually played him in that, but I forget who it was, and I have to look it up. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, geez. I'm going to have to do a more specific Google search. Oh, uh, yeah. It says, but if people think that's going to lead to a Howard the Duck movie, that's probably not going to happen in the next four years. Nobody thought who, that. Who knows, who knows after that? Nobody thought that. I... I... Seth Green. I, I it was just Seth, Seth. It, like, it was Seth Green. Ago. Yeah, but you, come on. I mean, like you were. <laughs> it wasn't smart of you. You it was it, you it, weren't it, using it really critical thinking when you yeah. said when you po- yeah. pondered it. So it was actually yeah, uh, it was Seth right. Green from um, what was he in uh, American Pie? <laughs> yeah, American Pie, Family Guy, um, Robot <laughs> Chicken. I don't think he's in is in American Pie, but. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, he's not in it at all. I, I actually was pretty convinced I was wrong there, but Julian backed me up, so I was like, all right, yeah. Famous, <laughs> I, uh... I backed you up by omission. <laughs> no, you know what? He he was in that um movie. It was it was a it was a different teen, um late nineties oh, teen. Wait. Can't hardly wait. Remember? He was in that one. Yeah, I never saw it. The one the one with that guy that Creepily smiles. Oh yeah, um, Ethan Embry. I was gonna say Ashton Kutcher. Ashton I, Kutcher. I knew it was gonna be wrong, so I didn't, and I don't know why I did it. Brought it up now, so. All right, so we got to the bottom of that. Uh, I did a pretty good um, George Lucas imitation in there. I don't know if you, you guys didn't really say anything about it, but I thought it was pretty good. I thought I thought you were just going for generic uh, movie. Can no, you do it again. Well, let's make a Howard the Duck movie. I'm going to devote a hundred million dollars and you know, four years of my life to this this concept. 
Does that not sound exactly like him? That's 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 great. Thank you. Yeah, that's perfect. I don't I don't hear him often, so I'll take your word for it. <sighs> okay. <sighs> All right, guys. Well, I have to. I have, I have to wrap it up here. I got a, a Memorial Day barbecue to go to. Yeah. What um, are you doing here then? What the hell? No, yeah, you know, I'm finishing the podcast. You know. Oh, okay. So, so Jan, what's the new dare? Well, I just want to make sure, Jan, since this was your dare, that you're there's nothing we missed. There isn't isn't anything that you'd like to really sort of sort of close the show with mm-hmm. any any really, you know, keen observations or any or, you know. Piccadillos, question marks, open questions. I'm just wondering the, the idea with the pine cones. Is that really something from uh, Yeti, Yeti lore, or is that a huge coincidence that Barty also talks about that? Well, it's just a huge coincidence because I don't think Barty ever claimed really? that it was Yeti food. He he just thought it was like good survivor survival people food. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's just you know what it is, and plus, I mean, like the whole Meatloaf character is really sort of a kind of like a Barty type. He's not as good as Barty. No, he's not. Um but yeah, it was just a it was just what is it called? It's sort of like um uh serendipity. Great minds think alike. Yeah. 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 So I do have a a dare for the next what is viewing. Um you gotta you gotta make your pitch. So the connection to mm-hmm. This movie is that the movie that I'm going to dare is um, the only acting credit for the director. Uh huh. Okay. And the director of um, To Catch a Yeti's name is Bob Keen. Um, mm-hmm. And he has had many roles in different movies as um, assistant director, visual effects. Makeup, mm-hmm. uh, special effects, um, and he but he only has one actor credit, <laughs> at, and he plays the Mad Monk in a movie called Waxwork Two: Lost in Time. Um, so wa- right. wax the the dare is uh, Waxwork Two: Lost in Time, and it stars Zach Galligan, who was in Gremlins. He was the main dude in Gremlins. Oh, he was. It has Bruce Campbell. And it also has Marina Sirtis, mm-hmm. who you may recall played Counselor Troy in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, yes, it has David Carradine. I didn't even notice that oh, it had David Carradine. Yeah, it does. He's the beggar. All right, so this is so this is my dare. Uh, I think it. You know Seems what? Seems like a great movie. It actually has a surprisingly high rating too on IMDb: five point five out of ten stars. I mean, yeah. That's pretty good for, that for is, that this is caliber, good. caliber That's film. That's the first thing I noticed. It felt it felt like a better movie than I would expect to be dared. Yeah. And I, like, the cover what art is, is really classy. Drew Barrymore, is it? Whoa. No. You kidding? No, Vampire victim number one. Let's see Drew Barrymore. Wait. I don't, I don't see Drew here. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't see her. Is she in the full cast list? She is. She's vampire victim number oh, one. Man. What did she like? Just die at the beginning, like in Scream? Is that like her thing? Strange, because I feel like she would have been a bigger star by this point. Like she was in ET in like uh, the early '80s, didn't she? Do some other stuff throughout the '80s, or she she did other stuff, but 
Like she didn't really get into her own until the late nineties. Yeah. So Waxwork Two: Lost in Time. I don't know yet if there's. It's on YouTube. Actually, I think it is. And I found it, but I forgot. Uh, that. that would be good. All right. Let's let's wrap it up then. All right. Gotta go. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining. I'm glad that Cinema Dare has come back in a yet another iteration, and I I, yeah. I think this one's gonna be uh, a little bit easier to maintain and and still be a lot of fun. A hoot and a half, I think so. I'd say. Yes. And just to to close the show, I'm, so somebody's sort of trying to muscle his way onto the onto the air rise. Just wait. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to say I. Uh, Thank you for for, for letting me uh, on the program, oh, program, and uh-huh. uh, and thank you for sharing the yeti yeti fun with me. That was a oh, real. That's our pleasure, Marty. It was such yeah, a sweet time. I was so so Did happy you know to be here. Oh, oh, I just I used to live in and oh boy, Lord well, have mercy. What happens to the IRS? Well, here's the thing. So <laughs> they had me in the car. They said. They didn't uh-huh. appreciate the odor. So they said that we could handle this over the phone. You could believe that. It's so nice of them. So nice of them. So I'll, you I'm, out. So I'm signing off, y'all. So All right. Till next time. Later, Barty. Right. Hope we can talk to you again, Barty. Yep. We'll see. If you just keep if you keep watching movies about Yeti, it'll be called Synchronicity. Brand management. You did it. All right. See you later. See you, folks. All right. Bye. Bye. Adios.